0: Welcome to Washington's most controversial... The most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutambo. Love from Washington State, USA. This
1: special guest, I know that... You guys have not explored a different part of the General Mutombo podcast. And today the guest I have is temporary visual phenomenal here in Seattle. Her name is Liz Tran. How are you doing, Liz?
0: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I'm good, I'm good, Liz. I'm good. I'm kicking it, I'm kicking it, I'm kicking it. I'm happy that you're part of the show today. How's your day, man? How's your Wednesday? Bright outside. How's your Wednesday?
0: Oh, it's good. I'm just happy that it's sunny out. Okay, Um, I can go outside, just hang out. Yeah, thankful, thankful,
1: thankful. Oh, thankful. And I'm and I'm glad that you have that light and positivity in you, despite whatever everything that's going on in the world right now, the toxicity. How how do you keep your how do you keep your sanity around this time? How do you keep yourself oh my gosh. focused and traction? Um, How do you do this?
0: Well, it's not easy. I have okay. to say that. But um, you know, just focusing on the positive and yes, and also my practice, my art practice, keeps me going. Um, and I also collaborate with two other people, and we help pull okay. each other up too on a daily basis. So
1: that's very helpful. Beautiful, beautiful. That, that at least keeps you... It gives you promise for the next day. It gives you good energy. It's refreshing a little bit, right?
0: It does. It does. And also, you know, other people are around it to hold me accountable and uh, make sure I get out of bed in the morning as well.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I know, because bedtime has changed. You wake up You wake up at 5 in the morning, you're like, where am I going? Um, oh my I'm gosh. still in the house today. Yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you officially to Liz China once, my friend... We met in two thousand and eighteen. Nineteen. We had a project at two thousand nineteen, right? Two thousand nineteen. I uh, think it was uh, two thousand
0: nineteen. You know, dates yes. and times are just
1: all over So the place. strange
0: to me right now. <laughs> yes,
1: and I remember we had a we were collab. Uh, we were part of a shoot, a photo shoot. Yep. Uh, for a female empowerment campaign, uh, and it was about women in general to just use their voices to speak their emotions and speak what they feel and let them be heard. Now, but Mm -hmm. I want people to know what you do? Who's this phenomenal? And tell us everything about what you do.
0: (laughs) Well, that would take a while, but um, I do. So I'm a visual artist. My work is based heavily in, um, it's a therapeutic exercise for myself. Um, And Fortunately, it resonates with other people too At times okay. yes. um, And so I use it to lift myself up um, And I've struggled in the past With uh, mental illness And yes. addiction yes. And and I use my practice As a healing exercise To help get through you know, All of those feelings Beautiful,
1: beautiful beautiful. Okay. I want This is a very There are parts of you I'm discovering right now That I didn't know And I want to go step by step with it so you are a visual artist. At what age did you, did the young Liz discover, oh my God, I'm good with paint? Or, or did you have a different dream before? So
0: so I, you know, I, I, I don't remember the exact moment that, that I started making yeah. art because it's always yeah. been a part of my life. Yes. Um, my dad is an artist. And yes. not a professional artist, but he's very talented. So I grew up actually seeing him make watercolors. So they're, they're quite different than mine. But yeah, um, so that made it, you know, seem like a reality. Like it's actually something that I can do. Yes. And I just stuck with it. You know, most kids stop making art at a certain age, you know, and go on to yes. college or whatever. But I just kept with it um, okay. because I needed it you know yes. as corny as it sounds like i can't live without it and, and if you... i don't if i don't paint you yes. know for a matter of days or weeks i become incredibly depressed
1: this, this is part of you this is something that like this is part of your anatomy it has to drive you
0: exactly exactly it's what keeps me going i don't think i'd be alive
1: without it honestly Uh, I appreciate appreciate your undying love for Art Liz. It's it's evident in everything. All your work is just phenomenal, man. Let me ask you. Thank you. you. Where did you grow up? Did you grow in Washington?
0: No, I grew up in a town uh, called Eugene. It's in Oregon and it's a smaller college town. But there... does it has one museum, but it's yeah. um, just the university's museum. There, okay. there really aren't many galleries or anything like that. There's okay. a lot of crafts. It's very hippie.
1: Oh, so how was life there? How was life there compared to, to uh, your journey, like your transition when you transplanted yourself from Portland to Seattle
0: or Eugene? Yeah, um, yeah. I always knew I wanted to get out of Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, okay. it didn't have enough for me. Um,
1: you, you outgrew the city.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I was born having outgrown the city. Um, yeah. So my husband actually was was finishing up school at the University of Oregon. Okay. And so we knew that as soon as he was done, we would move up to Seattle and his family's okay. up here. Um, so. Once he graduated, we headed up here and I, I went to school at Cornish. Uh, I did yes. my last I had gone to community college and then I transferred to Cornish and did my last two years okay. up here in Seattle at Cornish. Okay. So uh, but I always knew I wanted to leave Eugene. And now Seattle's starting to feel kind of small.
1: small I going too. I think think that's uh, human nature. We get something. You're like, I think I need a bigger house. I think I need a bigger yard. I think I need a bigger, we grow. I think that with growth, we we need more room. We do. So you're in Seattle. This is Liz. You're maneuvering. You're coming up with your husband. It's a new town. It's a new place. How did you maneuver and and sell Liz the artist? Well, I mean, it was,
0: it was really helpful having gone to school here at Cornish because then I had friends and connections, um, But I graduated, I guess, uh, 18 years ago. Okay. Aging myself. Um, Okay. Yeah, so, and I just kind of worked my way up slowly because, you know, I wasn't born into a family with any of those kinds of connections or wealth or anything like that. And a lot of, you know, (laughs) art making is for the privileged.
1: Correct, (laughs) correct. The people who can actually you like purchase big big budget yeah yeah which we
0: can go into later if you want because i
1: oh yeah we're gonna get there we're gonna get there yeah yeah yeah. okay (laughs) okay
0: Uh yeah i just um so i started out small you know i showed in like like boutiques okay you know clothing stores yes um coffee
1: shops just whatever i could and just slowly kind of clawed my way up (laughs) you're like explaining to people that this is what this means
0: yeah yeah and um and my work got better too you know it
1: obviously it grows along with me um okay so
0: yeah and it's it's there's no end in sight either you know
1: just keep going and there are different subjects that you live you always touching all your pieces. You have a di- There's different things that we see. Uh, me too. I'm a, I'm an art rookie. You know, like a section eight in art, art delivery. You know, I don't know anything very much. But I, that's I fine. Know, I know that there are subjects like dream, dream imagery, or imagined landscapes and geos and outer space and big bang. Can you simplify it in the most <sighs> simplified way? What dream imagery is or imagined landscapes? What, what's the difference between these subjects?
0: So, I get visions okay. of pieces too. So okay. a lot of it actually comes from a very internal place, yes. and explodes into a very external. <laughs> place. <laughs> <to that laughs> okay, sense. it does. Um, and it it's does. Very intuitive. So oftentimes, like as I'm about to fall asleep, I'll get visions, or I'll get visions okay. in my dreams. I have yes. very, very vivid dreams, and I have, you know, since I was, since I can remember. Okay. Um, so. And a lot of times they'll kind of symbolize what I'm working through. Like I did a whole series on water okay. um, and I was having dream after dream about these tidal waves. I mean, they were more like nightmares, but, but I knew it was something that I, I actually had to work through and I had to put that, you know, scary energy somewhere. So I did a whole series, you know, based on waves and waters and, um, and did some research, you know, on what that actually signifies, and it yes. signifies change, you know, drastic change. Um, yeah. So, so I like I a
1: just like a big... sudden disruption from no exactly from the div- yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because okay. these were like tidal waves. So, yeah, for years I had those. Um, right now I'm doing a series uh, of work based on Rorschach tests. Okay. So. Um, if you're not familiar with Rorschach tests, they are—I don't know if they're still used. I think they're kind of losing popularity, and maybe rightfully so. But um, you know, the ink blot tests, where people will—you know—see a psychologist and they'll show them this this ink blot test, and they'll see you know whatever whatever they interpret out of out of this test. So that's. That's what I'm working with right now. Um, only it's very colorful too, and yes. so the audience can bring their own interpretation into it through the colors and shapes.
1: The psychedelic visuals that you have in your pieces, like the the the, the, the 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 what you project from your mind into the canvas. What when you're painting? You know, I used to watch this movie. It was an African movie where the painter would play very loud rock music and just slam things around and throw paintings around what do you listen to <laughs> when <laughs> you know what what creates when i write jokes i listen to very loud house music i really play ah. loud and i just get in my mood and i get in my mood and my wife is talking to me and i act like i can't hear her and this this song just give me this vibe and i see all these stories that i have in my head come as jokes and i'm good then i turn the music on and i'm ready to go what like do you listen to that Bam! So
0: yesterday, I was listening to Fela Kuti hey, in the studio. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, like, okay. I like to listen to music with a lot of energy, and that's okay. uplifting in general. Yeah. Um, I, I actually listen to a lot of like the top hits, like pop, uh, yeah. hip-hop, rap, um, things that I won't overthink, too, and just things that have, have the energy that I want to put into my work. Um, you know, go ahead. At night, I listen to completely different um, music. Like, I listen to a lot of really, you know, depressing Icelandic music. <laughs> I used to listen yeah. to a lot more depressing music, and then I realized that it actually was not helping me. So, um, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now but I'm I love like it Bjor- like this look.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: a lot of your. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead.
0: I love Bjork. I, I love. Nick Cave, I love. I I don't know. I listen to everything,
1: basically. You listen everything. to Nick Cave. <laughs> you listen to Nick Cave. I knew Liz. You listen to Nick. I'm K. such. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm people... either going
0: really, really happy and optimistic, or really oh, like to a really uh, not not so happy, not happy, happy
1: side. and optimistic. But there's beauty in darkness, Liz. That's the thing don't people don't understand. There's there's yeah. some, some some of the most of up, up, glorifying spectacular art pieces and art performances we've ever seen, from Hamilton to 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 any of the most celebrated painters out there, like yourself, Liz, becomes there's a darkness that feeds that beauty.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. When you're listening to this music, like happy music or dark music, or this people you're interacting with. Do they play as part of the series of thoughts that go into your work, as uh, as you're doing maybe dream imagery or something?
0: So, so you're asking if if the music directly affects it? Yes. Um. Yeah. In fact, I did a series recently. Um, okay. I started it. It must be a year and a half ago, two years ago, where I was okay. actually recording my heart rate okay. while listening to different songs that that i have a strong um link to uh how was that so it was really interesting so i start i think i started with Bjork. yeah her her song violently happy okay and i so i recorded my and i used to listen to a lot of Bjork when i was a really troubled teen um <laughs> and, but okay. anyway she holds she holds a big space of my life okay uh, and so I recorded my heart rate while listening to this song. And it okay. you know, just went up and down. And then I turned that actual, that graph into an actual painting. Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Look at So uh-huh. you've
0: actually seen some of these at the Seattle Art Fair. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: yes, yes, you are, But you yeah, wouldn't yeah, necessarily, you
0: so yeah, you that's... wouldn't necessarily know that's what it is. Um, which I uh, like that about it. You know, I want people to bring their own interpretation.
1: Their own work. interpretation, their own energy to their to your work, right? Yes. Now talking yes. talking talking about your work, I want I wanted to understand. Now, what is imagined landscape like? What is that like? Like that's different from the dream part, or What, what is that? T-
0: so I, I travel a lot. I love to travel. Okay. A I haven't been recently, obviously. But,
1: okay. <laughs> um, okay.
0: Yeah, so I'll do a lot of artist residencies, and I am very inspired by nature and by extreme landscapes. I spend a lot of time in Iceland, actually. Um, okay. So I'll, so that, that volcanic, um, just really energized landscape,
1: okay. um,
0: so I'll take that and turn it into my own um, kind of fluorescent, psychedelic yep. craziness.
1: It's my own, own interpretation. Your own interpretation of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, yeah. Our audience, for our audience, for audience who are art virgins or art rookies or art whatever yeah. we want to call them, what is public residency? What is what is public residency so when an artist is given to
0: there's artist residencies around the world and they're all different. Um, typically you have to apply for them. There are a okay. few like more elite ones that are you're invited to.
1: Okay. Um,
0: but you apply to it and so there are um, websites for this. Okay. There's websites, yeah. And okay. um some, some of them are funded, some of them are yeah. are free, other ones you have to pay for, but they're usually okay. subsidized because okay. you know most artists aren't loaded. Um <laughs> so <laughs> so you travel to these places and you're surrounded by other creatives usually. Some okay. are some are alone, but most of the ones I've done, um, there'll be people from all over the world at these residencies. Um, And you'll spend a month or two or however long just working on your your body of work.
1: Okay. Um,
0: Yeah. And it's there are these great organizations or individuals who help support this. And, you know, because we need, and I'm sure you're familiar with this too. I mean, you're a creative. You need time by yourself to really... Just to like get yeah, to, to
1: focus and, yeah to get yourself back to back to line like I, I feel yeah. like I feel like people don't understand like when you create and you keep on creating you're pouring out you're pouring out
0: nothing mm-hmm. pours in you're
1: pouring out but then mm-hmm. your spirit has to be fed so you have to go back and replenish that's why you say sometimes I grab my wife and we, we disappear somewhere for like two days they're like no just I want to be by myself let me yeah. get myself back so I can come back exactly again. exactly like, and
0: so I tend to do that alone. because I really love being by myself I mean my husband and I do some of the traveling um, we do some traveling ourselves but as far as the artist residencies go I'll go out for like a month or two by myself um, one year I was gone for five or six months. That was a little too long, um, yeah. because you can do like residency hopping too. You know what is, what is
1: what is residency hopping? What is like so is you can like? go
0: from one residency to another,
1: basically like one museum to one museum, one stage one one art hall. As yeah, as, as well, as you're okay. like going around the world. Yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Liz Chan has been awarded multiple for, uh, fellowships and grants. Fellowships is like a money coming to your project. It's not about it, Liz. Like when they give you a fellowship, what is a fellowship? Like what is fellowship?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, so a fellowship and they call them that for like artist residencies too. So I've received seen fellowships um, to fund ah. artist residencies and to
1: help fund my travel as well. Oh, okay. So Liz yeah. Tran, ladies and gentlemen, has been granted this fellowship and grants from not including not including or including English is hard, trans. You know you gotta teach me more English. But she has uh, been granted what? the Art grant for artist projects. That's a GAP from Artist Trust Close yeah. Fellowship. She has been she has had residency at the Vermont Studio Center, the Nellie Cornish Scholarship and Residency at the Karma Art Center in France, and yeah. the Bear Art Center in Iceland. Man, Iceland, Gentile Malay colony. Oh, for the Arts and the Center for Contemporary Printmaking. Now, let's get this right. You were in France. They took you all the way to France. How was that? Was this your first time to be flown out for a project? or How was this work?
0: So I actually went to that residency twice.
1: Woo! Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right, so right. I applied for it
0: and got in and then was able to go back and visit and that was incredible in fact i met uh one of my best friends there and i'm still in contact with a lot of the other artists beautiful
1: beautiful but it's like
0: they're often in these really rural environments too so there's very few distractions so this was in a tiny village um, in the champagne region of france so that was fantastic
1: what um, is the one? What is the one common myth about France that you got there and you're like, man, you guys lied? These people yeah. don't walk around with wine glasses and spaghetti plates on t- side to side. What? What do you like? <laughs> <mean? laughs>
0: um. Well, I had been to France before, so my yeah. my growing up, my school was half in French and half in English. So, okay. so as a kid, I spoke French, but we, I was never able to actually. It was a public school. Okay. I was about twenty. I okay. Think. Um. But what's a myth about France? Gosh, yes. I don't know.
1: I don't know. The, what was the most co- what's the common myth that you left America with I your didn't see with anyone with
0: berets. Oh
1: <laughs> You didn't see no croissants you didn't see nobody nobody offered you croissants. croissants oh champagne. I did a lot nobody I did a lot more.
0: of baguettes and croissants. Oh and baguettes. actually Yeah, I, I drank have... a lot of champagne okay okay yes yeah, so a lot of French the stereotypes people. are true
1: okay and, and they're French type though but what about what did you like about the French people what is something you liked about the French people and what's one thing you can be like well this could be improved
0: <laughs> I don't want a bunch of French people coming after
1: me <laughs> no no nobody's coming this is the what unta- do I like we about, talk about, French about experience people. yeah what is a, what is one thing you liked about the uh, culture or their energy but- uh, which They're a
0: little like the light. The pace is a little bit slower than it is in the U.S., which I really appreciate. You
1: know, they're more relaxed.
0: Yeah, you take time to enjoy a meal. Yeah, it's a little more laid back. Yeah, so I really appreciated that about
1: it. Okay, Um, I like the beauty of it, that too. Go ahead.
0: And what did I not like about it? Yes. Um. Um let's see. The men yeah, are a little aggressive.
1: Oh, okay, so. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, the men are aggressive. They can work on that. That you're not the first person. I passed through Paris where there's somebody who's talking to my wife behind me. Hey, nonsense. Yeah. nonsense they don't care. They don't care. Mm. But um I think I think also when you look at it from the French culture it's more it's, it's attractive some, some of the French women find that attractive because to them it's passionate they yeah, interpret that yeah. aggressiveness to be you're passionate about me you're passionate about what you say because they, they, they some of the French people some of my friends were still in Paris they feel like the American culture is more Seattle freeze like like the fake the, the yes I'm right. talking to you, but I really don't like you or you're not really interested or flaky they call, they call it a flaky culture interesting now let's let me, let me get this right Liz you are in France. Can you describe the process of setting up? Like, if somebody is an artist like you, listening right now, how was mm-hmm. the experience of setting up? So they get you from the airport. They mm-hmm. they book you in this place. How is your first day? How, how is that like? How how do people come to you because you're in a different country? How do people see your work? Do they advertise you? Do they put you in a paper? Maybe your blog? Right, how right. Yeah.
0: So first of all, you're usually on your own as far as getting to the residencies. Okay. Um. So, you pay for
1: yourself? You pay for yourself till you get there?
0: It, it depends. It depends on the okay. residency. For this, the one in France, uh, yes, I did pay to get okay.
1: there. But, okay.
0: I yeah, I use my miles a lot. Okay. Um,
1: uh, yeah, bless the miles. Bless the miles.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. um, and then, so what's kind of interesting is I use, I mean, you've been in my studio, you've seen that. Yeah, I use studio, so yes. many different materials and sure. um, paints
1: and so, so you carry a lot of luggage, yeah. I am
0: carrying. I'm usually carrying just like a few outfits.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and the rest of it is just all Work. of my papers, all of my paints, because I use a lot of things that are really difficult to find in other countries. Yes. So um, that can be a little challenging. Challenging. Um, the I'll have to do things involved. like at the train station. You know, I'll have. Too many bags yes. to handle, so I have to like take one at a time. <laughs> like,
1: just and now that, be that, that's creative so about it. it. And you're there in the new land. You're inter- how is interacting with people too? That was hard, huh?
0: Oh no, it's great. It's great. Yeah, okay. I love traveling and I love meeting people from all over the world. And um, go ahead. Yeah, I like I said at the residency, some of my or some of the people I've met there are some of my closest friends. Um, and yeah. I love traveling in other countries. I love. I actually really like going places where I don't understand the language. With French, I can understand <laughs> most of it. Okay, but, okay. But like I went to Turkey and I don't speak. Okay. I didn't have time to really learn anything. And I just okay. showed up there and was there for a month and a half in central Turkey okay. living in a cave.
1: Um, oh, and it- oh, will, Hey, oh, you've traveled, oh, Turkey. How was life in Turkey like? oh it was wonderful um okay yeah
0: i really liked it there and i really you know would love to go back depending on the political situation
1: were you not scared of the caves you know i've seen the caves there's anaconda dragon green dragon big tadpoles you know sasquatch you know everything (laughs) coming from cave were you not scared in turkey yes no i don't get scared very easily (laughs) No, well, it was Hollywood so peaceful relaxed. and
0: beautiful. Like, I was just okay. so happy to be there.
1: What's um, the most favorite, what was your most favorite thing to eat in Turkey? Like, they're Does they have different dishes there. What, what's the one thing about Turkey? Like, I like dates.
0: So, this is going to seem so weird, but I was okay. in a, I was living in a tiny village. I think okay. maybe, like, less than a thousand people or something. It's a farming oh, village. Okay. It, was, but it, there, was, it was
1: small, small.
0: It's small. Very small. Nobody yes. spoke English. Okay. I didn't speak Turkish. Okay. It was... Okay. Yeah. Um, and they weren't used to visitors. Uh, oh, that so, was a
1: challenge too. No, they
0: were really, Like everybody... It was a very hospitable culture. Um, okay. Yeah, everyone was super nice. Uh There was a bakery okay. in town. And they he made the most amazing bread I've ever had in my life. So basically, that's all I ate. I would just eat these giant... It's not even a loaf of bread. It's like flat bread, and
1: I was Is it like a, yeah, just flat like pita?
0: Yeah, and I was hiking. Yes. I was hiking for like four hours every day through to all these ruins and stuff, and okay. I still gained weight because that's all I wanted to eat was this bread.
1: That pizza. <laughs> yeah. This it was that good. What is What's is so good about it? Is it like Panera bread? Is it like? Yeah, kind bread? of. Kind I mean, of bread it's just. What is this bread? I mean, first oh. off,
0: it was like fresh baked. And like an old, beautiful oven. And just, there must have been a lot of love in it. I don't know.
1: You just feel like there's there's passion in that food. and In all these countries, you've been in France, Paris, France. You've been in Turkey. Uh, Which of the countries have you been?
0: Uh, Iceland. I mean, I've been in a lot of European countries. Um, I've been to Japan. I've been to Vietnam, Vietnam. I've been to Korea. Korea. Uh... Yeah, France, Germany, France.
1: Yeah, Germany. Um,
0: Ireland. I spent this winter in Ireland. Okay. Um, I don't know, a bunch more.
1: <laughs> you are so, you, you're, you're, well, you're well-traveled. you have traveled to countries where some artists, they don't feel that their art could be accepted in these places. Like when you pulled up in Japan, Liz, when you pulled up in Japan, yeah. what do they say? When, when you're like telling them like, listen, what I'm trying to envision i know there's a language barrier so tell me how was this how was describe the process to work, so how Japan? there
0: i was just tra- actually that was my husband and i were traveling there so i wasn't okay. doing a residency there but i would really like to do a residency there and um i really love a lot of japanese artists work and okay. um the aesthetic of a lot of japanese art um contemporary japanese art so okay. i don't feel like it would be terribly difficult to translate my work into that culture. Um, oh
1: yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: and I really do want to go back and do a residency there. I it was really lovely there.
1: What's
0: but the Atl- I love everywhere
1: I go ahead, to. Go go to <laughs> what is the art landscape like in Germany? What's the art landscape like in Germany?
0: Um so in Germany, this was many years ago, but I was in Dusseldorf and a friend of mine was teaching at an international school there. So I went in for yeah. a day and and taught um, these high schoolers, taught my hey. art to these high schoolers. And hey. that was, yeah, uh-huh. that was a lot uh-huh. of fun. And these were okay. kids that were from all over the world and... Um, they really had a strong appreciation for
1: art and actually first, yes, so much yes. more about
0: art than I did at that age. So it was really cool Whoa. to do that.
1: Um, mind blowing, mind blowing. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: it's, know, it's, in all these cool places that. you go, when you go to these places, you know, I got to ask do you have like a Rosetta Stone app or how do you maneuver? No. You know, how, do you, how do, you, do you learn this? You know, you know how to communicate in German too? No. I know,
0: you I know, I know, excuse like me in, in German, classes. I know, thank okay. you, I just smile and laugh, and <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really good at laughing at myself, okay. and I don't take myself okay. too seriously, and also, you, okay? you know, I you mean, okay. humans can find ways to communicate no matter what.
1: Frequency, energy.
0: Yeah, even if you don't have, you know, perfect language skills, you can yes. still communicate with other people, I mean hand
1: signals pointing
0: um stuff like that
1: just yeah. feel feel something ask something talk something yo Liz I gotta ask you something I gotta ask you so I gotta take you off the tangent a little bit shift a little bit I've been seriously involved oh Liz what's your favorite taco do you like tacos
0: do I like tacos
1: yes what's your favorite taco a fish fish taco what do you want on it like if I was to make your taco right now what what should I put there what does so, Liz like Okay. So
0: I was in Mexico City uh, about a year ago. Okay. And the fish tacos there, I, I had my favorite fish tacos there. Um, okay. And it, it had, I think it had like chopped up uh, salsa. Salsa. And there was like this white sauce on it. I don't even know what okay. it was. So what it was? But it was fire. It was so good. It was it okay. was the best. I've had fish, a lot of fish tacos in my life, but the fish okay. tacos in Mexico City, uh,
1: just so good. I don't know. If you ever do anything wrong to my friend, Chan, please send taco from Mexico yeah. City with some yeah. white sauce and some fish. And, and and what else? What else did you want on it? What else is there? Do you like um, cilantro? I don't you know. It's like cilantro the, some... And-
0: white sauce and, and okay. it was spicy. I think there were like jalapenos in it too. It was just, and it's funny because it wasn't on the coast or anything, but still okay. it was the best fish tacos I've had.
1: Okay. You, you are the you are the Gandhi of colors. What? You play with <laughs> everything, but I know there's a color like you wake up to me like, okay, you know what? This is the color. Like me, I have a color. I, I, I drink whiskey too. I have a color I play with, but the color
0: Oh, you're breaking up.
1: She wants to put all this and stuff, but me, I like white. What's your favorite color?
0: Wait, you just said, sorry, I missed a part of that because. uh,
1: Okay, okay. Sorry about that. Okay. So, all right. Take my wife likes the color green. He wants the house to be around very, very greenish. And me, I like white. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite color? What color can be like trans? I am the Gandhi of colors, but this is my color.
0: So for me, it's more like color combinations, specific color combinations, but, and I also do like, it'll rotate, but right. Mm
1: -hmm. What's your favorite color? What color can be like, I am the Gandhi of colors, but this is my color.
0: So for me, it's more like color combinations, specific yeah. color combinations, but, yes. and I also do like, it'll rotate. But right yes. now I think the color that makes me the happiest is fluorescent pink.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. What does pink do for you? What does it what, it, what is it, what is it? What kind of energy do you get from pink?
0: Well, specifically fluorescent pink, it it, it makes my eyeballs like vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's crazy. <laughs> they right. swear like the fluorescent colors. They, they okay. do something to your eyes, you know. Okay. They have this
1: energy. Of, it, uh-huh.
0: It's joyful.
1: It, it just, I find it just fluorescent pink to be very joyful. It's it's, it's it's it warms the spirit. I like I like things that warm up the spirit. You feel your spirit is a peace around pink. This is dope. Yeah, but now, you
0: chose white. <laughs> <laughs> that warms your spirit.
1: I, don't, I I like I like white. White warms my spirit because it's so harmless. I'm, I'm, my head is such a chaos, like chaotic environment that peace, yeah. like white to me is like, okay. All right. I so hear this, you. so this, how y'all live here, you know, like pulling up to people whose families are together and they love each other. You're like, wait a minute. So y'all be enjoying this privilege for long. Okay. Let me come in this space. All right, Liz, i got to take you back a little bit. Now, okay. what's your favorite thing to do in Seattle? Um,
0: gosh, that's a, that's a hard question. Um. My favorite thing to do in Seattle, I honestly like walking around my neighborhood.
1: Okay, parks.
0: and I spend a lot of time wa- just wandering around my neighborhood and
1: pacing. What it does, it does good for your creativity as well. Just self care, it and
0: does. And I love, I love the outdoors. I love gardening. Um, there's a lot of beautiful parks here too that I okay. really enjoy. I like going to Alki. Um, yeah, I like Discovery Park, Seward Park. Yeah. yeah. Just being outdoors and in nature. Yeah, those are my favorite I told you, you
1: better come to Matthew. Matthew's dope too. It's right here. I told you Matthew Park.
0: Yeah, I need to do that.
1: You can fish. The water is clear. We go there with my wife all the time. We hang out. uh, We hang out there. have a hookah, read a book. It's really refreshing. And the people who come there are really friendly too. They have like mini barbecues. I like places like that.
0: Yeah, we should join you sometime. Uh, my husband just got a fishing pole. Yeah, mine arrived broken, so I need to get another one. But I grew up fishing, and I hey, would like to do that. I used to build hey. fishing boats
1: for. No a way! No way! Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us, you know, people don't think women <laughs> do this job, but tell me, Liz, when you build I building a, a, you're building a boat. What is the process like? What are you doing? Like you buy parts like a car and put them together? How do you make something um, float?
0: So this is my dad's business. He doesn't. Well, he still builds boats, but he doesn't have the business as much okay. or he's not doing the business as much anymore. Okay. Um, so these were river boats and okay. made out of wood. Yep. And I helped run his business. Basically, I was kind of running things at like 16 and 17. Hey, um, okay. Yeah. So we would put together we do different things. We put together boat kits for okay. people. Yeah. So I would cut out all the parts and then I would crate up this like eighteen foot crate and get it on the semi truck to get shipped out, you know, to to okay. whoever purchased it. So they could build their own boat. But we also built complete boats and okay. we also restored old boats too but so they're fly fishing boats
1: what's your like when you were in your first boat the first boat you helped your father build oh you were part of its construction till its execution in the water how was it to just watch it float just on it just there just this is me i made this how did you feel
0: oh it's exciting you know it's a similar feeling too to like finishing a painting and sending the painting off into the world you know and
1: Absolutely. then it has its own life after
0: that I've um, seen you.
1: I've seen you when you're finished a your painting. You have paint, your hands are dirty, your feet are it, open. Yeah. Up, and you take pictures and there's this, this smile you have, trans, it's just you're just like, yes! <laughs> yeah, this is my shit. I like yeah. it. And I love it. I fall in love with your pieces because the way you sell it is like, okay guys, it is what it is. It is. What's yep. the stuff? What feeling do you feel? How euphoric is it when you're sending this to the world?
0: How did I wed?
1: How how euphoric is it? How how do you feel when you send this species to the world?
0: Mm. It feels like giving birth, but I've oh, never given birth.
1: A blessing! <laughs> so, a blessing! A blessing! Uh-huh.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just said it's sending something new out into the world that didn't exist before. Yes. And there's something about that that um, active creation that is very exciting.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. And like, you're
0: also like, keeping your fingers crossed, too, that it floats. Or in terms of artwork, that that it also floats.
1: <laughs> oh, um, yes, yes. You, you,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: Liz, the way you break these things down, the way you're breaking the feeling, the way you're breaking where your art started, where you started using your hands more, and now from putting boats together, you're putting... You're putting imagery. You're putting landscape. You're putting outer space. Where did Big Bang, Big Bang, like an idea, like like a subject? Wh- how did you come in contact with Big Bang? And what is Big um, Bang? Because some people don't understand what Big Bang is.
0: Well, so I was using it in the context of um, of my feelings at the time, and just okay. this explosive. Um, Energy,
1: oh, okay, okay,
0: yeah, so that's where it came from. Um, so that was if that was, I think that series was from maybe four years ago or something, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and I was working through a lot of stuff and had a lot of negative energy too that I just wanted to get out.
1: But those pieces Um, are beautiful, those pieces you did, they're they're exquisite, they're timeless. I, I like them,
0: thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Gonna,
0: I, I still yeah. have a few of those and I I enjoy looking at them still. Like,
1: yeah. Again, you know, I'm approaching all these art subjects like a rookie. You know, I'm an art virgin. So divaginalize me. What's the difference <laughs> between watercolors and the other colors? Like when you say watercolors, yeah. like what your dad used to use to paint, then mm-hmm. oh, uh, what, what other colors you, is there, are there? Are there different spectrums of colors, different tiers?
0: So, okay. So you mean like the difference between watercolors and acrylic paint?
1: Please, yes.
0: Okay, so I don't typically use watercolors. That's what my okay. dad used, but watercolors re-wet. Yes. So they'll dry on the paper, but if you put water on them again, yes, they'll wet again.
1: And but, wet is a good thing or is a bad thing?
0: Well, it just when depends you on you know how you want how you want to work. So. Okay. A lot of people use watercolors in kind of more of a quick, you know, one-layered type sketch situation.
1: Okay, um, like not more like always, a... but okay.
0: And then because you can't really layer it so much okay. because it rewets, so things will get muddy. Like the colors muddy, will get muddy yeah, if you
1: um, okay.
0: layer it too much. Um, but with acrylic paint, it's just like um, similar to what you would paint your house with. You know, it dries. And if it gets wet again, it doesn't go anywhere.
1: Mm, you know. Okay. Yes.
0: Does that make sense?
1: It does make sense. It does make sense. And uh, there are different there are different parts to uh, um, the paintings that you have. You have you have different some cultures, not some cultures really. I can't use that. That's too much English. Let me use the right English. <laughs> there are different parts to what your craft is. There's painting, sculptures, and installation. So, what's the difference between your 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 art, like your pieces, when you're Painting, sculpture. What's, what's the difference between these
0: three? So, painting, sculptures, and installations. Um, okay. They all are related. Okay. Uh, I feel that, you know, my work is all based in painting to begin with. Okay. But um, sculptures, I'm, you know, wanting to create a 3D object. Something okay. that I can't create in paintings. And then with installations, I my goal is to create a fully immersive environment okay where the viewer is surrounded by the artwork and it's not in just you know a small box for them to look at on the wall it's
1: active it's active it's, it's active, active it's inter- and, you feel,
0: yeah and interactive yeah okay. yeah so it's I installations are actually one of my most favorite things to do because to they're do, a little yes. more challenging and okay. each space is incredibly different and um, yeah, I love doing installations.
1: Yeah, I, I love I love watching your you know you have these little videos of, you know, behind the scenes. You know if you were in a rap video you'd be like trans the lil chant mix me yeah. behind <laughs> the scenes and you have this painting that you're doing. I want to understand something from this environment where colors are flying all over the place like space come 4 to public collections. I saw you at Seattle Art Museum. This girl, I seen boots and jeans. Man, she came out in this outfit. I was like, bang, who's this? <laughs> bang, who's this? Okay then. And then we pull up and I see all these painters from all over the globe. It's Seattle Art, Seattle Art Fair, ladies and gentlemen, Seattle Art Festival happens annually. Um, I don't know, they did, they did different locations. This was my first time to be, it was it's, close to the T-Mobile yes. Stadium. Yes, and, and it's beautiful. You have all these artists from all over the world, different pieces. They have an, uh, they have a wine tasting and stuff. That you have to go up there. You have to have a VIP ticket. Get your tickets. You know, this year, uh, Liz, do you have any information about Seattle Art Fair this year? So it online, w- where they can find it.
0: It would have been co- just coming up soon, but it's okay. not happening this year because they're doing a virtual, you know, okay. exhibition because they can't have crowds. But hopefully next year it will be back. Um, you know a lot of the art world and art events it's and i'm sure it's this way for comedy too like it's changing yeah, said, drastically it's, affected us a
1: lot. it's everything is yeah. shifting now so we have to find ways to go virtual to get to mm-hmm. more people otherwise your brand will be your, your brand will suffocate but i'll post it now uh my friend tran you have been on public collections you work your work Includes City of Seattle Portable Works Collection, Capital One, Balkan Inc., Bayer, do you call it Bayer Art Center? Bayer, I can't, I can't say that. Trans. It's L-B-A, actually, it's
0: Bayer. Bayer, and I'm Bayer. probably mispronouncing Bayer. it too because I'm Bayer. not good with um, Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Traz has been at the Comic Art Center, the El Paso Children's Hospital, Harborview Medical, the King County Public Art Collection and Child Center. You have done multiple projects, Traz. How is it working with all these people? Because I know that Traz came from Portland, Oregon. You didn't know you'd be touching doors and knock. your, your art places are displayed in, 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 in places you had never imagined before. How is this feeling when you see your... your your baby you call it the baby (laughs) yeah my baby grow like grow up yeah your baby your paint baby how do you feel it's great
0: you know it's I really love having work out there that people can enjoy and you know one of my favorite places for um to have my work is is hospitals um yeah because people really need art around them in those situations because it's, it's incredibly stressful a lot yeah. of times, hospitals are kind of depressing looking on the inside. Very. Um, so, I think that's, you know, one of my biggest honors is to be in healthcare. Um, because I know, like, personally, that's when I've needed to see art the
1: most. Um, Nobody wants to stay at White walls. That thing is, de- that's the I know. Depressing. fluorescent lighting and... Yeah. yeah, and the nurse yeah. asking you every three minutes if you want more water. I know they mean well, but I don't want nothing.
0: Just let me go. Yeah, home. just I, peace. I
1: know the <laughs> yeah. Now, man, what was your most? Uh, what is your most memorable public collection? Like, one one episode, like one moment. You're like, man, this of all my collections, this was, this was the top. Like, this was this meant a lot to me, man.
0: Oh gosh, that's a really hard question to answer. You know, a lot of my paintings, I don't even get to see them once they go into the collection. I know, I, collection.
1: know. I, I know. I know. Which one? At least there's one but, when you heard when it was there. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: I mean, a while ago is when I uh, was part of the Portable Works collection when they okay. purchased my work. And what I okay. what excites me about that is that I have friends that work in the city, and so they're yeah. able to request that piece for their office okay. and you, you know, know it moved They the paintings move around okay. so I thought that was really cool um no. yeah go ahead I know my work is in a lot of collections that of really amazing people uh but I don't always know where it ends up too um so Apparently, there's some really well-known basketball players
1: with my work, but
0: okay. I, okay. the galleries won't tell me which one. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I know. I, I, and it's a good feeling to know that your work, your work, despite, you know, like, we have this, we call it the, 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 the clout culture, where, yeah, let me, they make sure they know it's me. And we have the yeah. old school culture where you're like, just, is it going? Is it there? Is my name on there? Just let it go then. I don't need you to bring all your energy to me. Just so long as it's blessing you, it's going. Are you that type of artist?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do though. I, I enjoy when, um, when collectors send me photos.
1: Yeah.
0: Of my work. Um, okay. In their, in their house. But, okay. Um, but I, I, I'm okay at letting go of it and letting it oh, live way. its own
1: life. Its own um, life. Yeah. Now, Trans, I gotta ask you something. What is one thing we have talked, we've spoken, we've been dissecting things you're good at. What's one thing you think you're not very good at? You're like, guys, like me, do not invite me to bake. I will burn your cookies, okay? I will <laughs> yeah, burn your cookies. Man. Don't pull me. I'll bake something like chicken or I cannot bake cake for shit. I can't mix nothing. What's something you're not very good at?
0: Well, I I'm also not good at baking and it stresses okay. me out. Um <sighs> I'm actually not good at a lot of
1: things (laughs) (laughs) I'm one one.
0: I I feel like art is like the only thing that I'm actually really good at Um, okay I am really bad at dancing I have no like coordination skills like I can't follow steps at all it's very sad but it's hilariously funny Um, okay so I still have fun dancing just because I'm laughing at myself the whole time (laughs) (laughs)
1: And other people are laughing oh, at me, which man. is totally fine. What, what's your yes. favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite? Uh, I know, you, as an artist, we have you know we love a lot of a lot of tunes of different sounds. But what's your favorite song right now? Like you were like this song, my favorite song right
0: now. Oh gosh, that's a hard question. What have I been listening to?
1: Yes, better, yeah,
0: yeah. I need to pull up my. Um, so I tend to listen to uh, a lot of the same albums. Like I'll basically binge on okay. on one artist's work okay. and the artist that i really like right now is um leanne LaJavas.
1: hey okay, do you know her no you're putting me on i'm actually oh I'm she's amazing this one. i'm gonna shazam it up for this show
0: yeah and look okay. at some of listen to some of her live stuff too like she has some okay. really great uh, concerts recorded and so, okay. what I do when I travel is I'll like make a specific soundtrack for wherever I am. And this okay. this album, um, the album, uh, the album is called Blood. Okay. And this one I listened to on repeat when I was in Ireland. Okay. And it had some like there were some weird um, connections between where I was in Ireland, uh, very the most rural part of Ireland actually, and okay. some of her songs. So. Yeah. Um. So I've been listening to it a lot more recently, just so my brain can go back to Ireland, and I do that with smells <laughs> too. Like I'll, I'll get You're a specific, I'll get a specific kind of, smell hey, for I,
1: Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Liz. I'm gonna say something because you know you you I love that your work is not only satisfying to you you're also a giver because I've seen you do a lot of non do you have any non yeah. that you've ever, you've ever worked with or or volunteered at like you're like man this I like this cause what do what do you stand for Liz what do you believe in
0: oh my gosh so many things well I, I feel go. like it's still, it's you it's know all art you. Should, let's go art should be for everyone everyone and not just the wealthy and so right now I'm actually working on a project with Vibrant Palette which is a local arts organization for differently abled adults Um, and they provide studio space for for the artists and And I'm now virtually teaching them how to paint on those lanterns that I do. Okay, okay. Um, And we're doing, we're working on a giant installation for Pratt Park. So it'll be outdoors. Um, So that's really exciting. And I really like that organization. They're pretty new. Um, They're doing great work. Uh, I, you know...
1: I support every cause, basically, that <laughs> you're, you're, I they are powerful, powerful, powerful. And yeah. let, let's, let's, let's just dissect, because this is a myth. This is something I've always wondered, like, Art is beautiful, but why do people value art based on how much people pay for it? What's this, what goes behind it? Why can't I just buy a four dollar piece of art? I don't care if it's just painting, slapping and making art with each other on canvas at Goodwill. Why do I have to buy it from a like like maybe a like Duke Museum or the the Alanda Museum in Vancouver? Wow, why can I just Buy I mean, a painting without that quotation of is it a million dollars? Is it been signed by Van Gogh? Is it? Been, uh-huh. Why can I just say it's a trans painting? What what what's that? What what what's that?
0: Well, you can blame capitalism for some of that. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it it can come down to just your brand. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's okay. people like to think art is precious and different than.
1: Like diamonds, yeah, like black stuff, diamonds in but, Africa.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. but art is also a victim of capitalism. Oh, um,
1: people, people have tapped into it. Yeah, yeah. But, as, as
0: a... but why they should value my art in particular? I don't know. I mean, I've spent my whole life doing it, and you know, each person has a different perspective on things. Yes,
1: yes.
0: I don't like to like. I the way that I think about art has changed a lot in the last few decades. Yes, um, and I've tried to unlearn a lot of things and a lot of yes. art snobbery which you know exactly. is totally unnecessary to have an attitude about art and you know value one artist more than another and whatnot um yeah does that make okay. sense
1: yes it does and I, want, um, I, want, I, want, I wanted people to understand something because i um the first time i went and i really appreciated art was in kansas in wichita i met a friend of mine we were in a we're in a cigar store. It was called the Humidor. We used to have a cigar club over there. Every Friday okay. we'd meet and check out. There was be a uh, while wow, whiskey tasting, wine tasting, and some pieces of art. It was like every every month, the last Friday of the month, downtown Wichita. And I was just to be pissed, like, why are we watching these colors on the wall, man? We are not 15. We're not like, I ain't painting shit. And this guy started telling me, no, no, you have to understand. This, what you're looking at is currency. It's like paper, it's like, a, it's like a like hundred dollars. This is what you're looking at here is currency hmm. walking. This is thought, this is process, this is blood, this is emotion, read. And I didn't know how to read painting. And this guy started putting me on and every, after that, that was 2013, every year, every city I traveled to, one of the first things I always made sure I do is go to an art gallery in that city to just see what kind of pieces there are so that I can learn different mm-hmm. sub- subjects of, of art. Why do you think uh, art, uh, art as a means of, like, you know how uh, right now our society is slightly unstable With you know, there are a lot of things which are divisive, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of things which are taking us sideways. What part do you think art, visual art, psychedelic art like yours plays in telling people, ground yourself. Put your energy here. Yeah. This is what matters. Look at this. You are, we are, our story goes beyond what's in the ground. Right. Go ahead. Well,
0: I, I mean, I also think that art can be a source of escapism. You mm, know? Yeah. So, so you can use a piece of artwork to to escape from from everything that's going on. And and not, you know, not all artwork is. I think art is inherently political too in a reaction of what's going on in the world. On the
1: ground correct
0: yeah, and, um, and it's a unique object. You know, you're seeing each artist's interpretation.
1: Yes. Um, Miss, I wanted to ask something. How do you feel about art being used as a force of, uh, as a voice for the Black Lives Movement, the equality movement, the uh, gender equality, mm-hmm. women's rights, Gay, lesbian, bias, like everybody in this suppressed group of people. How do you feel like art represented them while we were protesting, while we had all this uh, awareness campaigns going around? How do you feel art paid up? Do you think art actually helped? Or do you think we oh, yeah. need to do enough? How do you think we did?
0: Um, At least like speaking locally. It's, yes. You know, well, and also times like, like difficult times. Yeah always art kind of leads the way and artists lead the way uh, for every revolution. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of really important artwork coming out right now that's directly reflecting the times and also helping to point people in the correct direction.
1: Revolutionary. Um, Revolutionary. We are the ones who are starting the attraction right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... You'll see a lot of art. I don't know if you had a
1: chance to go to Capitol Hill yet, but there's a lot of I did. I did. Usually. I did. I saw okay. everything. I've been on the ground. I saw, I was like, this is what we miss. If we had a yeah. piece of this Capitol, or Capitol Hill taken, carved out, and plucked, transplanted, taken to Seattle Art Museum and put on a corner, that is a moment mm-hmm. of history. That is mm-hmm. art to me. Tran, yeah, that is art to me a piece of where, if it's a Black Lives Matter, I want pictures of that monumental being painted in front of. This to me is like wait wait bro, this is equivalent of the 1980s Martin Luther. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm feeling like it's. I love what art is doing to people. What art is doing to lives. I didn't even know that my art will pop off the way it popped off, Tran. Because I thought. My comedy, people pay for it because you know they're bored a little bit. You know, it's a weekend. A lot of the people are coming there. Married couple on my my comedy theater, but I am blowing up on TikTok because That's great. I'm blowing up on this place because I'm realizing these people, this quarantine, when people are inside, guess where people relied? People fell back to art, the things yep. that made them feel wholesome, the exactly. jokes, the laughter, the the TikTok dances. the let me see, try and make a painting in one hour this is what they fell into. And, I, and I'm really glad as an artist, you up uh, on your Facebook, all your messages are positive. I really appreciate the energy okay, sent in you, and
0: investment.
1: And well, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, Liz has helped me connect to some of the, uh, some of, of like grants and and people helping support artists in Seattle. Like these are the people you need in your life. People who mention your name in rooms of opportunity. And from yes. now on, if I in, I'm in a room full of people who love tacos from mexico guess who i'm gonna mention <laughs> nobody else this is the people of rooms of opportunity so trump can come and eat whatever she wants put your friends in places where they can eat as well now try i'm about to wrap this up Some so much so that's two, two fun questions two bad fun questions but let's see this track you're married what is the, what is one thing about marriage that was really like, you're like, this is the beauty of marriage I didn't know about or you wish you knew about. And what's one thing right now you're like, dude, make sure you got your affairs in order in this part. Cause Like me, trying, I do not know that, you know, when you live with a girl, you got to wash your underwear frequently. You got to put the toilet seat down. You got to clean the, you know, she's be been here. I, she puts me on my shit. Now I'm learning when you're married, you got to be, you know, you got to be neat. You got to, you know, you can't throw your socks everywhere. Yeah. You know, she she one day came home from work and I did not put the tuxedo down and she swam with a baton. So, what is something you learned in marriage? Oh man,
0: um, so I've been married for 20 years.
1: Okay, boom, congrats, man. That is (laughs) massive. That's
0: massive. I know. I know. I wanted like aging myself, but yeah. Um, so something that I love, or something, (laughs) I'm almost like turning into my
1: husband. <laughs> <laughs> you start to look alike. Like I heard that. Yeah, thing, it's yeah. weird
0: and like okay. I feel like I'm starting to acquire some of his good habits. Okay. Too after 20 years. Okay. Um Okay. I know that's a very strange thing to say. But, um, you, get to, you, but get, you, you grow get together to... as people oh, wow. and you know, you it after 20 years, we've been through a lot together, so we're there's this level of understanding. Okay. And knowledge of each other that is really beautiful. Oh
1: man um, I, I get the connection, is yeah? it?
0: What's that? The connection, yeah.
1: Yes, go ahead. I mean, it's, go all ahead, about go ahead. it's all you, it's all you. Tell her tell me, tell me about it. Tell me okay, about it. Okay, and
0: then what's but oh about our connection? Yes. Like there's just things that are understood, you know, we don't even have to have conversations about anymore. Like there's this ease to the relationship that is really yeah. lovely. Um But, uh, and then what's difficult, like, you were asking what drives me crazy. Yes. Um, Well, the toilet seat thing got resolved very early on. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, yeah. Men really need to keep clean in the bathroom. Um, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. um, So, I need a lot of alone time. So, that's probably one of the bigger issues is I work a lot. Okay. Too, and spend a lot of time alone. So it's navigating the relationship in the context of that is can be challenging at times. Um, uh, okay. And it has nothing to do with the other person. It's just yes. my needs to be alone. Yeah. To, to be so. alone,
1: yes. And, and I, I wanted to ask you something, Liz. Uh, what's one advice you can give somebody, okay?
0: Okay, like what's like a, one a, thing?
1: What's what's one thing you can tell in your twenty-year marriage? Like, if somebody wants to make, to, like, it's a piece of advice because you know we in a right now the world is in what we call a cancel culture, and mm-hmm. these people just like dismissing people. Like, oh, one little mistake, it's like a car. Oh, this car needs an oil change. You know what? I'm not gonna change the oil. I'm gonna get an whole brand new cookie oh, brand new muscle. you know what I'm saying like people just. like yeah. so you have been 20 for 20 years and I know it's been it's not been easy for you it's been back and forth it's been up and down so you tell me you tell me how you feel tell me as 20 year marriage if you were to write a book right now Liz us guide to, to relationship or guide to me this is what helped me keep 20 years if your husband starts pissing you off after you're 10 dump him go away for two years let's two <laughs> come back or if he does this come and tell him dude you have months to get me a diamond ring or I leave and he'll, and he'll like, what? Kind of... <laughs> everybody's different what so can you, what, cancel what can...
0: culture doesn't work very well in relationships
1: um, okay
0: yeah I would say um, yeah. address things when they address issues when they come up you know okay. rather than waiting 10 years and then just blowing up and having to get a new model you know rather than burning out the engine and all of a sudden and having to get a brand new car um, yeah yeah, like if something upsets you, address it immediately, yeah. Um, yeah. and do it in a kind and um, considerate and open manner.
1: Yeah. So you just want you want it to be you want to be you want people to be more bold about it and and come into marriage like it's like it's, a, it's like this is something you don't want to lose.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's also like you have to work at it all the time. You know,
1: even if marriage, it's twenty right. years down the road. 20 years down the road, 20 years, man. You you know what they need, they need trophies, you know, like the way we have prom. yeah, I know, right? We need prom, we need prom for married people. Five years. Oh my god, y'all did it. 10 years. Oh my god, look at y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all showing off now. Come on now. 20 years. Y'all, y'all need a Grammy now. Y'all need a Grammy because you know Brad Pitt they married this long, but Leonardo DiCaprio, even Kevin Hart is not married this long. So y'all are happy? This is something that we. I'm, I'm glad that we're sending love to the environment, love to the energy, love, yeah. love to the universe. Can I, I gotta you ask know. you something? Because you know, you, 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 your work blesses people, and I feel like if I, if I was blessed with resources or oh, somebody tapped my shoulder. You know what I'm saying? You know me. I'm a. I'm the, I am told you I used, I'm a witchcraft doctor. I don't play around. Somebody can bless me with some money. And this guy yeah. can bless me with like a million dollars. And a million dollars, I look at people around me and I'm like, this lady can play with colors like rainbow. If she can paint canvas, she can paint the sky. And I deposit $1 million in your Zella account. Zella account, <laughs> What are you going to do with this million dollars?
0: I'd probably give it away. <laughs>
1: okay give it away give, give, give me something what what would you give it away to like i would probably cool, give like, it okay. away
0: to friends that are having a hard time or okay. um, yeah. or organizations that can like help feed kids right now who are okay. not able to get their school lunches or okay um yeah i i'm not very good at spending money on myself
1: um mm, okay. i also
0: i although i would like running water in my studio Hey, that would be nice. That would be
1: nice. (laughs) You plugged it in, okay?
0: And I dream dream of having a studio space that's big enough with a bathroom and running water where I can host activities and classes and um, have a safe space for people to come and make art.
1: Mm. You want to create this like a a Nirvana for artists to just come there, like a little, you know? They can just just come hang out. It, it makes it beautiful. Liz Tran lives in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to see any of her works, Liz, can you mention some of the places when people can pull up and see some of yes. your stuff? Pull up. Yeah, uh, Okay, go so ahead.
0: So I show at Patricia Ramsar Gallery, which is okay. across the street from the Art Museum and just uh, a block or two south. Yes. Um, and I will be uh, mounting an installation in Pratt Park next month with Vibrant Palette. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a show in San Francisco this fall at Heron Arts. Yes. And I have a design line with Chihuly Garden and Glass in Seattle Center.
1: Yes. Beautiful, so. beautiful, beautiful. If you're around this area, if, if you come to Seattle and you don't see Trans work. are you even in Seattle? Are you in Seattle or are you in Marysville? <laughs> if you're in Marysville, check out our work. If you're Man, I'm all about supporting artists who I believe in, the way they believe in me. I see them. Because guess who are trying? Well, one day I shoot my special. Guess who will decorate the walls? Guess who will decorate the who? walls? Tran! Who? Who else? Who else will put things out there? Guess when I go to see the Grammy. Guess who's going to decorate my outfit with the canvas at the back? Guess who? Guess who, Tran? Guess who? I would love to. Hey! They don't know about us. Now, Tran, I'm here. I'm in Seattle. I'm pulling up. I'm driving from Seattle of uh, uh, International Airport, I'm new yeah. I'm approaching downtown Seattle Right there by exit 164 No, 164 is not a good look Too many tra- The traffic there, the bridge is stupid Let's do you at 163 Before you exit, like you're going either to West Seattle Or you're going to Renee. And your yeah. billboard is right there I have paid for it, a big billboard And this is yeah. your billboard What do you want this billboard to have And what message do you want to have on the billboard And why?
0: So I'm going to tie this into a project that I'm working on right now in okay. collaboration with my friend Zeish okay. and we're doing murals. Um, okay. we would love to do billboards. And mm-hmm. our next one is, says equity is love.
1: Equity is love. What does yeah. equity is love mean? What does it interpret you through a layman's language?
0: For a layman's language. Um, Supporting your community and making sure everybody has the same opportunities and support and we're all looking out for each other. That's the way of showing
1: love. That's the way you move it forward. Exactly. Man, I appreciate you so much, Liz. Is there, Liz, let Thank me ask you. you something. I never ask a lot of my guests this. No taking Liz. Liz is an international person. She's like the the Van Gogh with lipstick on. Wow, <laughs> this girl comes <laughs> You don't. You guys don't understand. Now, Liz, let me ask you something. If you were me, if you were General Mutombo, and I was trying, what is something you'd have asked Trump that I didn't ask?
0: Oh gosh. Um. Let's see. Um. Do you believe in unicorns?
1: Yes, I do. I <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do.
0: Yeah, I would think so.
1: <laughs> I do. I, I I just feel like, uh, like in a world where um, I was born in the 80s, man. I'm an old school baby, and we were we were we were limited in, in resources when it came to education. We had a vast amount of stuff, but it was all controlled. And when I came mm-hmm. to America, I became the free spiritness, made me explore things, made me discover. Like, oh my God, the Mars is real. There's water in moon at the moon. Mm. Oh my God, there are aliens. Oh my god, now we're admitting there are UFOs. Oh so so there are things that have been there. That we've been ignoring, like asking, like, "Oh, this doesn't What do you know? Maybe this, this, no, mm-hmm. snow, no, next monster. What do you call him? Snow, next, snow, next, no next. What is that guy? guy? The... What's that? Uh, luckness, luckness oh, the luckless, luckless monster? for All these monster people. Some... Yeah. It's not crazy to come up with this shit. When I was yeah. young, I didn't believe in witchcraft. I grew up. I found out witchcraft was even religiously in the Bible. So I'm like, now oh, I don't I believe in anything. Yeah, uh, people are like, plants talk to you. When they make movies, they're like, plants talk. Plants do, do talk. They do. Uh, They're like, animals talk. Animals do talk. And yeah. now I'm looking from the age where we evolved, from where we didn't think deaf people are normal people. We thought they were crazy. Now we are like having deaf signs. And all TV stations now are having deaf language. You're talking in great braille. Now I'm like, hey, Santa may be true. Mm-hmm. he may just not sprinkle you the actual gifts. he may sprinkle you good health with tram that's why me and you don't have COVID that is what Santa gave us last year yeah. he may give somebody else your project is still popping he gave the, uh, General Mutombo a podcast now that's your gift this year that's why I tut- you know what I'm saying people want the gifts that are stupid people don't give you what you want that's not a gift a gift is what I think I resonate with you with it yeah, yeah. you don't ask somebody what do you want what do you want is not love love is I know you this way, and this gift connects me to you. And I feel like what you give the world through your art is the same thing. Right? Thank you. I, I feel That's like it's a beautiful uh, way of putting it. All the pieces have been around, and and, and shout out to you again. If you want to see uh, what's your website, where can uh, people who are listening to us find your mind?
0: So I'm at liztran.com. Yeah. And I also have Instagram at Liz Trans Studios. Okay. And my TikTok is the same. Yes. And I have Pinterest and YouTube and all of those things under Liz Trans Studios.
1: If you, if you fumble, I can say fa 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 I can fa you. you. If you fa with me. You fumble with track You go there. I'll post the links over there. We are all a big artist community. Repost us. Repost. Tell people about people. If you're an artist out there, because I know a lot of you young students, young African students in Africa listening to me, in Britain listening to me, in Paraguay, in seashells, in Malaysia listening to me, you're an artist in Japan. Tran is here. Follow her. She's a very approachable artist. Shoot her a question. Leave something. Together we grow. All right. Post, Definitely. support, love. Yo, Tran. thank you again for giving me thank this Thank you time, so much. I know you're a busy person. Thank you for being on here. Let me know in which in any way General Mutombo can help you. And officially, Tran, you've got your residency. You no, know, is huge. That passport is big. Like, yeah. some, some people don't, some people don't even, even Obama is still applying. He doesn't have it yet. But you, you have the residency for <laughs> General Mutombo and podcast. Whenever you want something popping up, if you want to buy with us, always pop up. Just hit me up. Like, hey, Mutombo, tomorrow slot me in. I got you, man.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
1: Thank you, man. Have a great day. Thank you, you for plugging me. Ladies and gentlemen, that is... Hey, 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 Liz, you got to give us something. <laughs> what is some... Give us a quote you live by. Something, you know, there's, a, there's something you live by. I want to believe. Something I can put out there on a banner. What you said. What did you want to put on the on the billboard?
0: Equity is love.
1: Equity is love, which means...
0: Which means support, help support everyone. You know, it's, it's share, share,
1: share love and share your share
0: love. Share your privilege. Share, yeah.
1: Everything, yeah. Be aware. Everything on the ground, man. I appreciate you, Liz. You'll be coming back again soon. Thank you, man. I love Thank you. You. Man, have you, love you. Have Thank a great day. Have a great summer, man.
0: Take care. Bye. Take
1: care. Right, bye, bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the show. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to General Matambo Uncut Podcasts. Now available on all platforms. Au revoir.